This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Monday, January 10th, 2022. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, putting the P in podcasting by practicing every day. Because without practice, there is no glory. It's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and thank you for being here with me on my journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes. This is number 324. My friend, Simple Joe, will wrap up his one-year podcasting in just five days, January 15th. You can find him over at thesimplejoe.com. As I record this, the University of Georgia Bulldogs are playing the University of Alabama Crimson Tide for the NCAA Football Championship. As a graduate of the Georgia Institute of Technology, Georgia Tech, I am obligated to root for whoever is playing Georgia. So, roll tide. Yeah, that's it. When I got my diploma, I think I signed in blood that I would never root for Georgia. Today is no exception. Today is National Clean Your Desk Day. Heck, that's every day. I have such a struggle keeping my desk clean because I'm just a messy guy. You know, if I have a flat surface, I put stuff on it. Everything is supposed to have a place, but I don't know where that place is, so I just put it on a flat surface. I'm on a mission these days to get rid of flat surfaces and put things in their place. Let's see how that works out. On this day, in 1958, American rock and roll and country music singer-songwriter and pianist, the great, the incomparable Jerry Lee Lewis, rock and roll's first great wild man, had a number one hit in the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland with Great Balls of Fire. Goodness gracious, Great Balls of Fire. Jerry Lee is still rocking. He's 86 years old. Go for it, Jerry. Born on this day in 1850 in Lumpkin, Georgia. That's like the western border of Georgia with uh, Alabama. Maybe middle of the state, kind of south middle of the state. Anyhow, he was born there. American architect and one of the founders of the Chicago school style, John Wellborn Root. Root. Yeah, if you're from Iowa, it's Root. If you're from Georgia, it's Root. R-O-O-T. I never heard of this guy. But he's had an interesting life, if though a very short life. Reading from his Wikipedia page, John Wellborn Root was born in 1850 in Lumpkin, Georgia, the son of Sidney Root. I'm sorry. Sidney Root, a planter, and his wife, Mary Harver Clark. I don't know what a planter is. He was named after a maternal uncle, Marshall Johnson Wellborn. John was raised in Atlanta, where he was first educated at home. But when Atlanta fell to the burning, looting, pilfering Union Army during the American Civil War, his daddy sent young John and two other boys on a steamer to the United Kingdom, where his father, Sidney, had a shipping business based in Liverpool, England, home of the Beatles. His mother and his sister went to Cuthbert, Georgia, which is, well, it's not in the direction that Sherman was marching, that's for sure. It's way out of the way. While in Liverpool, John studied at the Claremont School. I have no idea what that is. His later design work was said to have been influenced by the pioneering work of Liverpool architect Peter Ellis, 
who designed and built the world's first two metal-framed, glass-curtain-walled buildings. And that's pretty advanced for its time. After John returned to the United States of America, he earned an undergraduate degree from the New York University in 1869, and Wikipedia doesn't say what that degree was in. I'm hoping it was architecturalism. He then took a job with the architect James Renwick, Jr. of Renwick and Sands of New York, as an unpaid apprentice. And I'm sorry, unpaid apprenticeships are just bad. They are. I understand why they had to be that way, but I don't approve of them. And I know that today we have not unpaid apprenticeships, but sometimes we have unpaid internships. And I think that's bad, too. You're taking advantage of someone who wants experience, and so you're giving them that experience in lieu of pay. But that's wrong. If they are working, they deserve some kind of pay, even if it is small. Unpaid is not acceptable. All right, end of rant. So later, John took a position with John Butler Snook in New York. I guess that's New York City. I don't know. They don't say whether it's New York State or New York City. And while working for Snook, he was a construction supervisor on the original Grand Central Depot. Uh, I guess that means he was in New York City. Uh, Grand Central Depot was the predecessor to Warren and Whitmore's Grand Central Terminal. Sadly, John died of pneumonia in 1891 at the age of 41. And he was buried in Chicago, not Georgia. Oh, that's insulting. Although in 1891, you just really didn't pack up a body and move it somewhere to be buried. So, happy birthday, John. I wish you well. And I look forward to meeting up with you on the other side. Okay, that's all for today. I'm going to go pay attention to football because we got two southern powerhouses duking it out for the national championship of football. And while I'm not a big football fan, I'd love to see Alabama beat Georgia. I'd love. And if they don't, well, you know, it's another day. I'll just have another cup of coffee tomorrow. That's it. It's a wrap. Let's stick a fork in it because I'm done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.